Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. Good evening. The Business Butler. Live. Is live. And in living color. <laughs> Been a hot minute since we've... Uh... Since we've done a show, we've been doing some stuff behind the scenes, kind of changing up our own business and doing things there, getting some things going, got exciting things in the works. But I'm glad you're here. This is your first time here. I am Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. And this is my lovely wife, Christina. Say hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. So... We help you with getting more customers, clients, or patients to serve. We do it creatively through all different kind of ways. And if that sort of stuff strikes your fancy, give us a call at one eight three 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 butler or go to butlerhelpme.com. So today, we've got some fun things that we're going to talk about in today's show. So we're going to kick things off with uh, the age-old question. Would you like fries with that? I would. Always. 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 Well, what do I mean by would you like some fries with that? Sounds like an upsell to me. That's right. The upsell. And that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. I was in a restaurant last night. <laughs> taking Christina out on a little date. A little weekday date. At a nice little localish place to us pretty nice place and i was about three quarters of the way through the meal and the uh, waitress <laughs> comes up and says are you ready for your check as he's still chewing his food <laughs> i still had a plate half full of food no i would not like my check yet in fact i may want dessert but you just missed out on an upsell he didn't really say all that no but that's what was going on in my mind that's what i want to say sometimes it's like you just lost your boss some money. So he ordered dessert anyway. <laughs> just to prove a point. I said, I didn't think we were getting dessert. He said, well, she should have asked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the point I want to make is there's no telling how much money you could be losing, especially if you're a restaurant. Well, any business, but restaurants in particular. Right. Uh, it just comes to mind this way. There's no telling how much money you could be leaving behind. Just simply by not asking your customers for an upsell. So would you like dessert? Would you like a combo meal? You know? So you have not because you ask not. That's what the good book says. So I'm a firm believer in asking for that upsell. Now that works for just not, not only restaurants, but any type of business that you have. Uh, if you're familiar with marketing expert Dan Kennedy, he talks about the biggest word in your business. The most important word in your business is next. What product comes next? What service comes next? What marketing comes next? There should be no stop sign with your customer. Right. Your customer should never reach an end point. They should be in this loop of next product, next service, Next communication, what can we do to keep this customer engaged? 
Because if you ever let that customer go, that might be the last opportunity you get with them. So always look in your business. What's the next, what's the next product that you can offer to somebody? What's a complimentary product that you can offer? I just watched a conference call with Jay Abraham today. And if you don't know who that is, you need to look him up. Look up Dan Kennedy. Look up Jay Abraham. You'll thank me later. Uh, but in the conference call, he was talking about where well, was I going with that, Christine? We're looking at what's next. So even if they have your product, oh, yeah. there yeah, may yeah. be a partnering product that you can offer. There, I mean, specifically, yeah. specifically, yeah. there was a woman who is um, offering dog food online. So you're ordering it online, and someone had told her to then also offer like dog treats and dog toys and accessories for your dog. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of blew her mind because she was just kind of tunnel vision that she, she only is selling dog food. So there was what's next, what's going to make them come back for more of something. What's a complimentary product Mm -hmm. or service. And it doesn't even have to be yours. This is the cool thing that Jay Abraham talks about is making your competition, your friend, right? So if you have competition, let's say somebody that's in a related market that you are, that's in a, that doesn't directly compete with you, what can you sell of theirs to build that relationship and make money off your competition? Mm -hmm. So just things to think about. Don't ever let the end be the end. Hmm. Don't stop. Don't. Don't give them the check when the fork is still in their hand. Yeah. So. And always ask us if we want cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that brings us to our next topic, talking about food. I'm getting cheesy. Let's get cheesy. All right. So we have a tweet, if you'll show that, from Gavin at Distract Dad. He says, whoever is making cheese commercials can save their money. We're buying <laughs> cheese, and we're never going to stop buying cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that, and I thought, well, um, we're trying to help as many clients as we can. We would love to help as many companies as we can. Clay didn't care for it when I said this earlier, but if you're selling cheese, there's really not much we can help you with. You are not in a struggling market. (laughs) People are buying cheese. Um, I remember very early in our marriage, Clay's mom learned from me that you can never have too much cheese. So I am the wrong person (laughs) to come to and say, please help me sell my cheese because it really shouldn't be that hard. We're we're buying the cheese. We're not going to stop. Don't you worry. Craft American slice singles. It's okay. Delvita. We got your back. Liquid gold. Yeah. There's if if you're selling cheese, don't worry about a commercial. We're we're buying some <laughs> every time we go to the store. No big deal. Yeah, but the, the trick is to get them to buy your cheese. Right. So that's what we can help you with. Is if you've got cheese or anything else, we can help people to get them to buy your cheese. Because trust me, we're buying cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but that brings up a good point. Being commoditized. In your market. When you're a commodity, when you're something that anybody can turn around and get the next, the next in line, Mm -hmm. that can bring about a price, you know, price slashing, cutting prices. And all that is, is a race to the bottom because the next guy is going to come in and he's going to undercut you. You don't want to be 
you either need to be the lowest price or you need to be the highest price. If you're in the middle, kind of gets a little, little hairy. A little hairy because well, hairy they can cheese. always <laughs> <laughs> they can always go to the next lowest person. You don't need to be the the next lowest price leader. Yeah, you don't want to uh, get skipped over. Yeah. So and you know being commoditized and being in a race to the bottom is not. It's not a good place to be. We've been there in our business. We were doing production work and we're like, well, we, we can do it cheaper. We can, you know, we're small, we're scrappy. We can do it cheaper. But you get to be known as the cheap person. And there is a psychological factor involved with being priced at a premium or being priced cheaply. Because mm. people think cheap with poor quality. Whether or not it's the actual case, you know, it can position you in a place that you don't necessarily want to be in the market. So think of ways that you can add more value to your customers, your clients, your patients, so that you're not the lowest cost person. And if they see more value equating, you know, in the equation, then you can stand to sell more than your other lower price competition. Now there's always going to be those people that are going to be price shoppers. The, you know, the Walmart dollar tree Mm -hmm. shoppers. There's always going to be those shoppers in that mentality, but there are other people who, when presented with an equal price with more value stacked on top of it, you stand to do better. So, or even a higher price. I meant to say higher price, but Price yourself at a premium if you can and do so. Now, don't offer the equal thing and then say, well, I'm just priced higher because that's not going to work. You have to figure out a way to add more value before, during, or after the sale. That can be upsell products. That can be that can be your service. That can be all sorts of things. So if you want to learn how to do that sort of thing, reach out to us at one eight three 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 butler or go to butlerhelpme.com. Now let's talk about the next topic. I just totally hijacked your your That's cheese. A, if story. you need help selling your cheese, you shouldn't. But if you do, give me a call, butlerhelpme.com. <laughs> hmm. Now let's talk about out of sight, out of mind. Is that a typo? Is that no, that sight? is not a typo. Out of sight, S I T E, out of mind. Google. The Googler. The behemoth. The 800-pound gorilla in the tech world is changing its algorithm again, Mm. which happens all the time. They're changing their algorithm again, and basically, it used to be that backlinks, the number of backlinks you had to your site, meaning the number of sites outside your own site linking back to you influenced your page ranking considerably. What's a backlink? A backlink is a link from an outside site linking to your site. So if it's an outside source, another blog, something like that, linking back to your page or your website, it builds your authority and it it pushes you up the ranking. It's what's called search engine optimization. If you're not familiar with SEO, call us, we'll help you or talk to your website person. Basically, you want to be the highest rank 
in Google. So you want to be as close to the top of the first page as you can, because most people don't really go back past the first page when they're searching. Most people are just going to move on. So we're not going on the second page. We're, we're not going on the, the first page. page. Thank you for, thank you. Sorry. I, it was my fault. I'm, I started giggling. <laughs> but the change in the algorithm is changing the way they're going to do site rankings. They're going to focus on user experience. What does that really mean? The biggest factor that they're taught, well, it's, it's, how, it's how easy it is to navigate, how easy it is to engage with your site. Okay. But the biggest factor that they're going to focus on, at least for the foreseeable future, is site load time. And the sad, unfortunate fact is that most sites are a lot slower than you think they are. Google kind of has a threshold that they want you to come in at so you're not left in the dust. And that's scary because I had to check my site load speed. I've got a few sites. And they are. And, <laughs> and, and I'm on... I'm on LagrangeMarketing.com's bottom ticker now. I just noticed that, but we're not. Hold on. We are LaGrange. We are LaGrange Marketing, but that's the show we just got finished. If you live in LaGrange, please go to LagrangeMarketing.com. Yeah, we'll still help you. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you were about to change something. I was going to change it. I was going to run back over here to the control room. Do all that. But I'll do that when Christina's talking about her last okay topic. But anyway. Sorry. We also have butler.productions and butlerhelpme.com. Yeah. And Butler. Clay butler.com. Yeah. So a whole bunch of websites and they ranked like C plus on, terrible. The, on the ranking. So you need to make sure your site is optimized for speed. So your first step that you need to do is you need to Google Google site speed test. And there's a specific site that Google has, a page that Google has that you can type in your web address and it will tell you how fast it loads and give you some other information. Mm-hmm. There are other sites that you can go to that will also give you other information, like you know how many redirects it has and all this other fun stuff. But just go to that, just Google, Google Site Speed Test and see what that says. And then talk to your web, uh, your web designer, whoever's your providing your, your webmaster. Thank you. That's what the word I was looking for. <laughs> It's been a long day. So talk to your webmaster. See what they can do to fix that. That needs to be fixed because it could be, this is a unique time in the market to where a site, a a business that's just coming to market that has a really, really good, well-optimized website and is really kicking it with SEO can just totally surpass a business that's been in the market for decades in one fell swoop just by those businesses falling off the search rankings and leaving a spot for wow. the faster sites. And that's that's a dangerous place to be in, but it's good for I mean it's good for businesses who are new. It's an opportunity in the market. Because a lot of these older businesses that are Relying on word of mouth, local search traffic and stuff. They're just expecting that the stuff's going to be there when people search. Mm -hmm. But it may not. So Google that uh, Google site speed test. Make sure that your website is up to par on speed. 
and user um, user friendliness. That's really good information. Yeah. So do that. Yeah. So. Good advice. Good advice. We work so hard to have our SEO top notch, and I'd hate for a company to get knocked down because of speed, mm-hmm. you know. And if you drop down second or third page. Yeah. Out of sight. Out Man, of are y'all even going to the second and third page on Google? I do. It depends on what I'm looking for. Really? If I'm doing deep research on some stuff, yeah. I might go past the first page. But, I mean, the way Google's algorithm is and they're, you know, they pretty much nail whatever you got in right. the first page. Yeah. That's also where paid search comes in, too. Mm-hmm. Where if you want to make sure that you're at the top of the, the Google page for those keywords, you can pay for it. But okay. if you're not paying for it, not paid for it, meaning paid search, you're buying, you're bidding for keywords. And locally, it's a lot easier. If you're trying to do something on a larger scale, it can be very expensive to pay for keywords. But local here recently, I've I've kind of shied away, like in my business in the past, I'd shied away from doing paid search with Google. I was totally wrong. Mm-hmm. It has changed in the short while that I've been focusing on doing paid search ads, uh, display ads, and retargeting ads, which retargeting is another topic for another time. That's changing too. It's a crazy time for that. So that'll be probably a future episode. But in the short time that we've done search marketing, it has it has turned us around. Um, well, not turned us around, but really gave us a huge shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. I mean, our the number of leads that we've have have and jobs that we've done have shot up just from doing search marketing. So anyway, I'm gonna flip it back over to my Ooh. lovely wife Christina. Ahoy, matey! Ahoy, matey! That's what Clay put up there as the topic. So locally, there have been some of those. Is it called corrugated plastic? Yeah. The corrugated plastic signs that have kind of popped up on some street corners, um, like a house for sale type sign. But it's a white sign, and uh, in black ink it says pirate in kind of big letters, and then it has the skull and crossbones uh, like logo on it. And we couldn't really tell what it was for, but we looked closer, and it's for Pirate Staffing, which is a semi-local staffing company near us. And my first thought was, why pirate? Um what does being a pirate have to do with getting a job? Um, I understood why the signs were up because there are so many places around us that are not fully staffed with employees right now. So I understood why they were advertising, but I did not understand the name of their company. So when I mentioned it to Clay, I said, why pirate staffing? He said, well, their tagline could be, are you in need of a job? <laughs> Are is, you looking for a job? <laughs> yeah, this is my little hook, you know, my my hook finger here. So, are you in need of a job? So, if <laughs> scratch, 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 <laughs> yeah. if it was that, then that really made sense to me. I did check their website, and there's no mention, there's no story of why pirate, and I guess that's okay. But I took it a little further. Farther. Further. Further. However much I wanted to take it, I took it all the way there. So here's the deal with pirate companies. I think that, especially in the home service, especially in the home service companies, 
that you could have an umbrella company of like pirate services. And then you could have pilot, I mean, pirate air conditioning, pirate <laughs> heating, pirate pest control, pirate um, like carpet install, pirate construction. What else do we have? Pirate painting, all of the home service things that you need. And then your tagline for all of them would kind of be similar. Are you in need of air conditioning? Are you in need of pest control? And you could just use that tagline all the way through for all of your companies. And it would just be like pirate services. Are you in need of some marketing? Could be our new tagline if we wanted to go the pirate route. Mm. Are you in need of a job? But on their website, Pirate Staffing did not have that listed as their tagline. So if you are from Pirate Staffing in Noonan, Georgia, please call me and let me um, <laughs> offer you my tagline <laughs> <laughs> that I think you're really missing out. Really, you're missing out on that tagline. And I hate to further further and farther in on, on um, what you're doing, but uh, that brings up a good point, though, that without a good brand story, what does your brand even mean? Yeah, there was no story on the website. I mean, you know, sometimes it'll say, like, why pirate? There was a company recently that I had looked into, and their logo was an elephant, and they have a page on their website that says, why an elephant? Hmm. And you click on it, and it tells you why the elephant. And it's very, a very endearing story, and it kind of ties you closer to that brand. You know, it makes me feel something when I see that elephant. I think, oh, I remember that story. That's so sweet. You know, it ties yeah, you to that. Story, yeah. But the pirates, I was not tied to. <laughs> well, I mean, until you got to think of what image your brand is going to end up portraying to your customer. Because you took it kind of totally different than I did. Yeah, I took it pirate is in theft, like piracy, like the literal term, like <laughs> derivative like of the I'm term for pirate. Like I'm stealing you from your regular well, job. Yeah, so it's like... If you're a staffing agency and you're pirate staffing, are you stealing from another company's <laughs> another company's employees? Are you poaching there? Are you stealing employees? <laughs> yeah. So uh, are you stealing their employees and then passing them off to somebody else? Like, I don't know. That, that's where my mind went. So without a, without a cohesive brand and without a really good reason behind the, your choice of logo, your choice of brand, like a, your brand is more than a logo. It's so much more than just a logo. It's how the public perceives, it's how the marketplace perceives your brand as a whole. So that comes down to how you look, how you dress, how you sound. Sonic branding is a huge thing now. Mm. That's going to be another topic for another day. If you've listened to the Business Butler podcast at all, you know that's one of the big things that we're into at Butler Productions is creating a sonic brand for a business. But now it's more important to have an overall cohesive brand with all the senses. So it's got to it's got to tell a story, it's got to mean something to your marketplace as a whole. You know, marketing is everything that you do to get customers and serve them. Mm -hmm. Brand is how those customers feel and how they perceive you in the marketplace. Advertising is just getting your word out there is in, in a paid sense, paying to use media to get out there. 
So people often confuse those mm-hmm. terms, but branding is an important thing. They, but they all three work together. I mean, you can do some things without fully advertising, but I mean, you can advertise without a brand depending on your product or service. But usually you want to have all three of those components as a functioning unit. So, are you in need? Get into the hook. Are you in need of the marketing, matey? You do a good pirate. Oh, thank you. Thank you, lassie. (laughs) (laughs) Are you in need of some marketing? (laughs) If you are... (laughs) Go to butlerhelpme.com. Go to butlerhelpme.com. That's my favorite website name. It always gets a laugh every time. It goes with the brand because we are here to serve. That's right. So, uh, yeah, look us up online at butlerhelpme.com. You can find out everything we do and how to get in touch with every. It's it's kind of like the gateway drug for 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 both productions. It'll get you in the door. And then come back here next Thursday at 7 and hang out with us again. When we do the Business Butler Live, hopefully with the right bottom screen (laughs) instead of the LaGrange Marketing Show screen. Well, I talked cheese and pirates this week. I'm talking pasta next week. Mm. Pasta. Cheese, pasta? We kind of talked cake, Cake? dessert. Would you like fries with that? It's time to go eat dinner. It is time to go eat dinner. So y'all enjoy the rest of your night. Uh, Enjoy your dinner if you haven't eaten yet. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Uh, ButlerHelpMe.com, 1-833-3-BUTLER. I'm Clayton C. Butler. And I'm Christina Butler. And we are signing out. Y'all have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler Podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to ButlerHelpMe.com. The Butler Productions Podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.